I'm honored to have Randy Weingarten here, president of the American Federation of Teachers. How are you doing today? I'm Welcome good. How are you? Life. We're doing great. Thank you know, God. To me, like you have a big, big job ahead of you <laughs> with all that's going on with people talking about CRT, people talking banning books, uh, teachers not getting what they're worth. Let's let's start discussion first of all with where is this? What's the state of our educational system right now? So look, ninety percent of uh, parents send their kids to public schools. Right. So what that says is that public schools are really enduring and important institution in this country. Right. It's been pretty important and enduring since the start of the country. And ultimately, what we need to do is we need to make every public school a place where parents want to send their kids. Right. Educators want to work. And kids thrive. So that's our job. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to do. Now, there's a whole bunch of people who I think, like, the I shouldn't say a whole bunch of people, it's a pretty small minority, but they're pretty powerful, who saw in the midst of the pandemic mm -hmm. how important teachers were. Right. And frankly, how important in-person learning was. Exactly. Not only to the kids and their parents, but to society. Right. So what's happened, like, near the tail end of the pandemic and since is that those people who've always hated public education, who want to destroy public education, who after Brown versus Board of Education, you know, opted to try to make, to, to segregate schools mm -hmm. as we were trying to integrate schools. Right. You know, they, they're now, they've been on this voucher kick mm -hmm. to defund and undermine public schools. And what they do is they try to create distrust. So what a shocker. Yeah. CRT. Right. We we were told by the person who invented it. They did it to scare people. You know, I, I, there's I've played that clip many times over. Why is it that it that simply seemed to not register? That in effect it was a it was always a ploy. Because I think what's happened, and whether and 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 I think it's starting to register now. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the clip itself. Right. But this is the thing. Overwhelmingly. Parents want our kids to learn honest history. Right. And overwhelmingly, parents don't want banned books. Exactly. So I think what happened at the beginning when, when Rufo started with CRT, right. when they started banning books, I think at the beginning, what they were weaponizing mm -hmm. was the anxiety that everybody had of being alone in the pandemic, the disconnection. The disconnection. The, exactly. And so I think what's happened now is when you see two year a year two years later people say wait a second of course we need to teach honest right, history right. like i mean it's i'm talking about the vast majority of americans Absolutely. i'm not talking about the white nationalists or mm -hmm. you know and and the vast majority of the americans are like what do you mean you're banning a book you're banning the poem that amanda gorman like ran during the time of there. witches right yeah but, i mean i think i think what we have to understand and is that the pandemic created such trauma and anxiety for mm -hmm. people. And it's not just the pandemic, it's gun violence, it's police violence, it's homelessness, mm -hmm. it's this insecurity and uncertainty. I mean, think about the opioid crisis. There's a lot of uncertainty and anxiety in America. Right. And so, the pandemic just exacerbated those inequalities, 
it exacerbated that anxiety. And I think it made it easier, fertile terrain Mm -hmm. for a demagogue to actually exploit that. Now, what can we do? Because I, I think this is important for me, I guess, for me, it's easy to acknowledge that teachers are likely the most important profession. I mean, uh, our most important resources, most valuable resources are our kids. As such, the persons that we want to endear them to are well-paid professionals who can deal with kids. And we know uh, voucherized teachers, I don't want to disparage them, but they are lower paid and they have lesser requirements right. as teachers. Well, let's let's do this kind of thought experiment for yes. a second. Let's let's put aside the demonizers, the dividers, the culture warriors. Right. Let's put them aside for a second. Right. Because you know something? Right. They're always I mean, they're terrible they're right now. There. They're always there. This is what I think we should be, or this is what I'm trying to do. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not imposing this on anybody else. Right. You actually have to meet people's fears and meet people's needs where they are. Exactly. I mean, there's two things I learned as a school teacher. Right. One, you meet kids where they are. Right. And it's not what's said, it's what's heard. Exactly. So ah, those are the two exactly. things. As a school teacher, those are the two kind of rules of the road that I went into every classroom with. So consequently, there is learning loss. There is mental health issues. Yes. So we need to, in education, we need to create safe and welcoming environments for kids. But we also need to really focus on the foundations, the basics. So literacy. We have to make sure the teachers are prepared to teach reading, including phonics, and and have a joy of reading. That's why we've given out book, and we've given out one and a half million books in America in the last year, because there has to be a joy of reading. But we also have to make sure the teachers know how to teach reading and have the preparation to do that. Mm -hmm. And, and, And so that's really important. So how do we actually do that get, and help get, do that. Right. Number two, let's make sure schools are fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so tired of testing, 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 testing. Let's make oh, sure so schools are 10. Let's experiential learning, hands-on right. learning. Yeah. One of the best experiential learning things is career tech ed. And do you know the graduation rate of career tech ed? 94% of kids who are career tech ed graduate from high school. 70% of them go to college. Are those some of the concepts that they're using in Finland right now? Yes. And then they're using hands-on learning in Finland. There you learn practical skills. But so... If we really focused on reading and we really focused on hands-on learning and then we wrap services around schools so the schools really were lighthouses and anchors of the community. Think about what that would mean in terms of a powerful, powerful, not only vision, but effectuation of that vision in a community. So that's why when somebody then says, ban books, really? If you have everybody right. in a school reading together, what do you think the person who's going outside saying ban that book? You think they're going to get any residence? No, not, a, no. not under that scenario. Not under, so that's why what I'm doing, yes, we have to fight the banning of books because right. the banning of books 
is the banning of knowledge. Right. We have to fight it. Right. We have to fight for honest history. We have to fight to do that. Right. But my vision here is let's make schools the center of community. Right. Let's bring community in and let's do the things that we need to do to address learning loss, to address the anxiety, create safe and welcoming environments for our kids and our families, and focus on things, you know, instructional things like experiential learning, practical skills, and reading. Now, are you getting, uh, how are you going to build that support? I mean, with, with, with such a force behind the negativity right now, how do you start to build that? So, I, mean, I know you are doing a whole lot. You know, I watch you all over the place. You're working hard as hell to get this done. So what next else? week, so yeah. we got... 2,000 teachers coming into Washington next week. Right. And I'm going to talk to them all about this. Mm -hmm. And this is how I think you do it. Mm -hmm. Just like a politician does a campaign. Right. Let's do an education campaign. I love Real that. solutions for kids and communities. I, I want to interrupt you on this. Right now, I find that one of the biggest problems are the school, the right-wing school boards that are getting elected throughout the country, who ultimately have control of teaching in the part. In, I'm in Texas, and I see what they're doing to a whole lot of districts in Texas. Uh, does that mean we also need to have some sort of a campaign towards parents? Yes, of course. I mean, the, you can't do a campaign. Parents and teachers have to work together. Right. And frankly. When you have like what the NPR poll from a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago said, 78% of parents like or love their kids' teachers. Yeah. So overwhelmingly what we need to do is forget about ideology for a second. We need to bring people together over this basic set of values about let's care about the best interests of kids. 78 to 80% of people like their, their kids' teachers. It's almost like People like their particular politicians, but in the aggregate, they hate teachers. In the aggregate, not they hate teachers, but you know what I mean. Right. In the aggregate, they think that teachers are somehow, uh, according to them, doing the wrong things for their kids. But each individual parent think their particular teacher is doing okay, which and, actually tells a story. Right? right, exactly right. It tells a story of trust. Right. And it tells a story about the effect of 40 years, starting right. with Reagan, of undermining institutions. And your job as the leader of a one point five seven. One, oh, you got two hundred. Oh, we're 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 growing. A one point seven million uh, people organization is to change that. Now I want to ask you a question specific to Texas. Right. In Texas, we have two million teachers that have a tendency, in as much as the the, the Republican led system is against them, they continue many times in Texas to support these institutions. How do you get to those teachers? Well, I think what happens is we have to create this environment of can-do. I mean, look, I always say this. You can fight fiercely against something. And you can win that fight. And if you win that fight, you're in the same exact place as you started. I mean, it's great energy. It's a great, those are great fights. But we have to fight forward. Right. And I think I, what's like happened, you know, we, like and we that. have, and I think what's happened yeah. is that people just give up right. and they feel like they need to conform. Right. But frankly, we represent a whole lot of teachers in Texas. We're the largest right. union in Texas. Yeah. And these, and I watched the valiant, valiant fight the teachers did last year to make sure that schools were not defunded. Right. And, and that 
and that governor in Texas, because he lost that fight, he didn't give one cent to the schools. They have a huge surplus. So think think about the priority system that all they cared about was voucherizing and privatizing schools. And when they didn't get that, they wouldn't give their kids, 90% of who go to public schools, a dime. And, and we have to we have to tell those stories. I know they gave away eighteen billion dollars last week. Eighteen billion dollars of that thirty billion dollars went to went to home, not homeowners but business homeowners and business owners and to reduce the taxes paid to schools. Because what's happening is that because they wouldn't give do any of this stuff, schools raise taxes themselves. But this is but 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 we need to this is a race. Look, the teachers in America are amazing. And the kids in America are amazing. And the parents in America really just want to have good lives for their kids. We need to find ways that we align in terms of public schools, regardless of ideology. That's what we used to do before the privatizers tried to divide and divide. That's what we used to do before education became so political. And, and, and in this race between hope and fear, yeah. We are leaning into hope. Thank you. Randy Weingarten. Thanks so much. Let me tell you, I've watched all the work that you've done. Please keep doing it. Thank you. You too. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share.